Alrighty, I'm here um, with Yvette Lee for the VDF podcast brought to you by Dance Informer and Energetics. Yvette Lee has become one of the country's most versatile creatives, recognised for her work across multiple platforms as a choreographer, creative director, creative producer. Um, her contribution to television and theatre as well as live touring events has led her to a huge body of work. So hi Yvette Lee, nice to chat to you at this time of isolation. <laughs> Hi, how are you going? Good. From uh, we're both chatting, obviously, um, over Zoom from home because we need to be good and stay away from other people as much as possible. So, how are you coping with that, Yvette Lee? How are you coping with isolation oh. <laughs> or you know, sometimes working probably just with one other or whatever we're allowed to do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's I mean such an interesting time, isn't it? I mean, yeah, like everybody else, I sort of had this. 2020 year mapped out and um 2020 was going to see me living mostly in sydney this year mm. um and now i'm back in melbourne oh, <laughs> so yes. yeah it's really it's really interesting because i'd really um i'd actually just uh moved into a new new place in melbourne at the beginning of the year and then i went over to adelaide to mm. i was performing in um the state theater and Belvoir co-production of Dance Nation. So we rehearsed for five weeks in Adelaide and then we opened the show at the Adelaide Festival. Yeah. And then we transferred the show over to Sydney and we did, uh, we were supposed to, expecting to do a five-week season there and we did two previews and we just got to opening and then obviously the show closed. because You didn't get song. to do opening night? We didn't get to open. That's that is devastating. You'd want to at least have done one show. My exactly. And, you know, it was the same. We were actually the same um, opening night as a chorus line who they were doing uh, Amy Campbell's oh, production of Darling Care. Really? So it was the same for those guys. So we all got closed. On, yeah, and we didn't get to open. And then, mm. um, yeah, as I say, I was expecting to sort of, I had multiple projects back up there in Sydney and then all of a sudden I was back in Melbourne. So... It's oh. been a really, really interesting, um, kind of sad, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess there's just so many emotions surrounding it and it's a bit, been yeah. a bit tricky to navigate, actually. Yeah. Um, on one hand, I'm quite thankful for a little bit of downtime. Mm. Um, my body's definitely needed it and, and I do feel like my brain's slowing down and it's actually that element of it is quite nice. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I've been really mourning the... Um, loss of creativity and I, and also that's not without understanding that there's a far bigger picture you know yeah. in terms of the world and what the, the world and what the earth is going through at the moment mm. um you know this this virus is quite um nasty you know <laughs> nasty and shuddering nasty and disturbing thing. and yeah. yeah there's just there's so much going on with it but for me just personally from my journey I sort of have really been mourning the loss of creativity for our industry and, mm, and everything yeah. that had been created that didn't get to be seen and, and everything that was going to be created. Um, you know, we were just about to renounce our production of American Psycho, which was about to do its Australia tour, and then I was moving on to um, Amelie at Darlinghurst, and, you know, both of those have now been mm. postponed or maybe cancelled or, you know, it's just it's uncertain and I guess that, um, yeah, it's just sort of been a bit of a... A sad period. I it think has. That it definitely has. Um, 
it's yeah. such a loss isn't it i really feel for you it's especially all the bookings you know it takes so much hard work to get bookings back to back as a creative and then bam they're just gone almost overnight yeah. it's a huge loss yeah. what about um so just, your friends and other people in your community and yeah, same I mean, thing, everybody same everyone is everyone has got a very very similar story and you know i guess it's just interesting you know everybody's just trying to work out how to navigate it Mm. And um, I found that for myself, it's been really important to sort of sit in the sadness of it and not, at the moment, I don't feel particularly, you know, I don't feel specifically upbeat or I don't feel like I need to, you know, start moving into something else straight away or I've just, I've really felt the need to sort of sit with the sadness of it and try and process yeah. it. And yeah, um, yeah but, I, you know, it's interesting. Everybody's got these different different ways of mm. dealing with it and some people are, particularly motivated to make a change and some people just don't want to do it at the moment and you know I think it's all okay I think that it's all yeah um, you know however however anyone is handling it um at this moment is okay and I think it's just going to be different for for every person yeah um, it's really good actually. I don't think that there's yeah just permission to be a sit like you said exactly. sitting with your feelings yeah. really healthy that's good. Speaking of healthiness, what tips do you have for the, the dance community on how to stay healthy and fit over this time? Um, well, apart from I mean, rest, think, rest is good, but what else do you reckon? Yeah, well, we, I mean, we've, I've, I actually have in the morning, as soon as I get up, I take my little puppy out for an isolated walk. Good. Um, yeah. And then I actually get straight into, I mean, I guess as dancers we just, you know, we're so used to, our body's moving. Yes. And so it, I found that it's been really important that as soon as we get home, um, I always have a coffee and then I'll either do my own dance warm-up or there's just so – we're so lucky to have so much access to things online. So And much. so um, mm. I'll either do like maybe um, if I want to do cardio, I'll get on the F45 site and I'll do an F45 workout or I'll do some yoga or we can jump online and there's so many different um, – dance classes happening yeah, now globally uh, you know, everybody's <laughs> everyone's flipped yeah. over online and it's so it's you know i think that um but for me it's getting up and going out for the walk having coffee or breakfast and then getting straight into it because i think mm. that you know as dancers we're just used to that blood pumping through our veins yeah. straight away i love um, that that coffee's in that list because that's what i do <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, grind the beans, coffee, <laughs> then talk to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I already like you a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that, yeah, there's just you've got you've to stay moving, don't you, as it's you all do. we've known. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as, as we said before, it's still like, okay to rest, but I just think we're so used to um, being so connected to movement mm. and our bodies are used to, yeah, that that's the way that the blood pumps through our organs and through our veins, and I think so it's really true. important. So yeah, good. and I you were saying like we were chatting over email prior to this, and um, different things have been happening for you this year, which is so exciting. I mean, your CV's epic, and you've got amongst it. So you think you can dance credits and dancing with the stars and a lot of television and things like that. And so obviously, it's not just the live industry that's been hit; it's also um, the film and television industry and dancers working within that. Tell me about that space yeah. and your work in that space well, over the past we week. Were quite, mm. Yeah, I mean, we were quite, well, I was quite lucky when I, when I just got back that um, they needed some Kelly Abbey's actually uh, creative director on Dancing with the Stars this season, which just finished last night. Yeah. Um, and I was, yeah, I was sort of lucky enough to get to 
uh, get us to come in there and help out with some bits and pieces um, on their final week. So mm, uh, but before it all they, closes, yeah. Before it all closes, and they had to obviously. Um, they knew that, you know, this two-person band was coming up and so mm. they flipped the grand final into the semi-final. Um, that's smart. So like, part de 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 that's all you're allowed, a part de 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 but no ensemble <laughs> numbers, thank you. <laughs> Unless you're a one point, no, you can't even do that. That's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, look, the it, it's hard to say what will happen. You know, there's so many uh, TV shows that will come up now, um, you know, there's obviously like Mars Singer and AGT and mm. all of those shows, but it, it's really sort of a, it's uncharted territory. So people don't really know what's going to happen. Um, okay. The same as sort of the live industry. I think, you know, TV will, it, it will be the same with the restrictions. So mm. it's really, you know, it's really uncertain, isn't it, for everybody at the moment. It is. So, and- what about, I mean, you, you're no stranger to huge stadium events like BDF, which we've got coming up in October now. And, um, oh, I know I'm so you, excited. Yeah, I know. So am I. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you looking forward to with um, BDF in October now? And what do you think will be, what, what will be different to having been through this experience of everything shutting down and then being able to, what, what are you looking forward to? Oh, uh, look, I think that, uh, I mean, mainly, we're all starting to feel it already and it's, we're only such a short way into this period of isolation and, it, you know, obviously yeah. it keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And the thing with VDF, always my favourite part of being there is just the, the connection of the weekend. And mm. it's, I mean, I don't, I, yeah, that my favourite part of of VDF is just connecting with people every minute um, whether you're talking to them or whether you're meeting somebody who has a booth there or whether you're taking someone's class or whether you're meeting new dancers and seeing people interact from different studios and all it's the connection and I think more than ever now that we are all you know getting used to to, to isolating ourselves and uh, learning how to live this sort of online life yeah. I think just the human connection yeah. is going to be the most incredible and I think that um, you know, really, really special moments will arise because of it. Um, you know, we love the festivals for that reason anyways. It just brings mm. everybody together. But I think especially after this really long period of everybody being alone, yeah. the togetherness is going to be really incredible. Yeah, and you said, you know, yes, we are alone right now. And for you and, and your community, how are you staying connected and in touch with your own community at this time? Well, I, I mean, look, there's people like, um, I'm sure you would have seen that Zoe Marsh and Kat Santos and Lucy Doherty did that incredible online yeah. um, Friday night called Home Feed. And, you know, they put into that they um, had a, a bunch of incredible Australian artists put together pieces and, you know, everybody watched it from their homes. And I thought that that was so innovative and incredible and things like that. Um, I feel like really keep the community feeling connected. So um, true. Those three yeah. women are so wonderful. Very um, creative. In their, yeah. In a, yeah mm. Just in you know the thought of that and getting on it so quickly, and you know to see so many people, see so many people commenting on it and watching it, and there's things like that that really make people feel feel connected. 
Mm. Um, I personally just have felt a little need to be a little disconnected for a second. Which is healthy. Um, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I have in, in myself just felt like I've needed to stop everything and that, that will not last forever. No. But I just, I think with, um, you know, with the shows getting cancelled and then all of the travel this year and then coming back and moving to the new house, I just sort of went, oh, I need to just, I felt mm. like I needed just for a little second to, to disconnect. But, um, yeah, but I think, I think movements like that within the community of mm. um, people finding new ways to connect with each other yeah. Um, is really, really special. Yeah. Yeah, watching the, the, um, the creativity of, I mean, the, the, the innovativeness of the idea is one thing and then watching mm. the, what the talent did <laughs> with the, you know, uh, with the pieces is another thing. Yeah. Mm. How can people find that, Yvette, um, online if they want to watch that? If you type in home feed in YouTube. Yeah. It'll come straight up. Soon. And I'm sure people are, you know, the listeners are really excited to be watching and so much you can be learning online right now. So many classes worldwide, like we were oh saying. My so yeah, and, and yeah. also like I just, what I found amazing as well as all the full-time schools, how they've, you know, they've all started this online learning. and like, So true. It's going to probably always be like this. Another string to everyone's bows is like, why would you take that option away now? It's like we, we know how to do it. We're, we're going to keep it running. Yeah. You can roll in person or online. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's like it's a whole new world and I just I find it fascinating how quickly, yeah. uh, quickly people can adapt to things now. You know, you go, well, it's like this now and the world's like this now. Yeah. And so we're all going to learn like this now. We're all going to interact like this now. Mm, um, so true. Yeah, I find it fascinating. Would you mainly say your style was in the jazz uh, genre, or are you, would you say? Oh yes, yeah. I am a jazz dancer. That's mm -hmm. what I will always call myself. Yeah. Um, my, I mean, I tra I did train in everything, but jazz is is what I do, and um, you know, I sort of I change all the time in terms of what. Um, I do choreographically, like, you know, you know, about 10 years ago, I really loved commercial jazz. And so yeah. I did that. Um, and I've sort of lately, um, and, and then, then that's sort of where my choreography took me, um, in that time. And more recently, um, you know, I'm doing a lot more theater because I sort of have found my passion for that again. Mm. Um, you know, so I'm sort of going back to the jazz and not in a Broadway sense, but just in the jazzy jazz sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just sort of, I find that I don't really ever stay the same. I'm always changing and my preferences are changing and what I love changes and my, you know, the way I choreograph and move changes because of that. Mm. I just never stay the same. Um, yeah, so, but I definitely, yeah, jazz has been my thing. My would you say life. when you're creating like your work, is it the music that inspires that or are you are you kind of more movement first person? Yes. It, no, seeing that it's the music and it's mm. interesting. Um really, really interesting that you should ask that question because when I did so always music first with me, yeah. I find it exceptionally difficult to create to something that I can't feel. Okay. So I have to, I get, I always get a spark and whether I'm listening to music in the car or wherever I hear music, it's this spark that I can't explain. It's a feeling that I get inside my mm -hmm. stomach, some yeah. butterflies almost. 
Yeah. And I go, you know, and I, and I feel this sort of wave of something and that will make me want to choreograph to it. And mm-hmm. if somebody presents a piece of music to me, which obviously, you know, happens a lot, um, and you, I find it really hard, I've got mm-hmm. to really work through the rhythms to find something I can connect to yeah. because I actually just can't get a piece of music and, um, and just, you know, choreograph to it if I don't feel it. So I sort of, it's a real process for me. But mm-hmm. with this show that I just did, we had um, Larissa McGowan was our choreographer who, um, you know, worked for many years as Gary Stewart's assistant from ADT. Mm. And she's phenomenal. And her process is so different. So um, mm. with this show, they developed the movement first. Yeah. And then and they had um, somebody who was creating a live soundscape to it. So then the... Wow person would create the music depending on her choreography but I found it really difficult because yeah. I'm used to feeling the music through the sound uh, feeling mm-hmm. the choreography through the sound and connecting to that way so yeah it was a whole different way of working and I loved it because I was like wow it's really watching her create movement on bodies with no music and then getting the music pasted on as a last as a last, you know, final yeah, touch. Yeah, that's a different I've process altogether. Like, yeah, it would have been absolutely yeah, it was re- fascinating. It was really hard as, yeah. yeah, and hard to retain because as well you just don't realise how much you're connecting the movement to the, to you know, yourself. what you're hearing. Yeah. You're yeah, the last bit like, of the yeah, eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was interesting anyway. So that's like the first time I've ever seen, I've ever been in the room and, and had to, work in that way I found it kind of fascinating and amazing but hard (laughs) oh yeah and there's so many different ways and I love that you know you said earlier that you're enjoying just the the slow and the and the peace and the quiet for a bit because I think that's so healthy and we we definitely need that and I've said in um when I chatted Mm. to some others that we need that space to be creative, that space to let our minds yeah. wander and dream. And yeah. we rarely have that these days. It's such a gift. It's so, so I'm glad true. you're tapping into that. And yeah, and, I mean, it's, it's something that is it's exactly what you just said. I've often found that when I've gone away or, you know, taken a holiday or gone, I mean, the tropical and beaches are my thing mm. where I love to escape to. Yeah. But the times that I've been most creative are after those moments when I've let my brain just sort of dissolve into nothing. Yeah. And then I've come back, you know, I just you have a sort of an extra kick of creativity that I can't mm. really explain. Yeah, well, there's a lot of research that, yeah. into that, that creativity actually does come from the, the mind being able to wander. So, like, for a parent, it's like, mm. don't feel the child, don't let a child be bored because in that boredom they will create. Um, and we're not bored enough mm. anymore, are we? Like, yeah, we're not- <laughs> because there's always something to do and something to look at or something to something compare to feel yourself that to. Silence. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I think that um, I hope I hope that this time, and I have, I've spoken to a few, you know, a few creatives since I've been home that have said, mm. you know, I don't want to feel particularly motivated right now, because you know that they've really enjoyed sitting in the this stillness is a gift. of it. Because I don't, it's a gift. it yeah. is. I don't think that we ever get permission, at, you know, with this in in this age of social media and yeah, life so even in this industry, so you have to work hard, and they tell you work hard. Yeah. And you can't take a break. Someone else will just jump in front of you and take your spot. 
So to, to have this is a gift, you're right. Yeah. It is a gift and I think it's really important, um, yeah, to just, yeah, take the time if you want to mm. and not force sort of productivity on other people saying now that you know you have to mm. have to be productive now and you use it as a time to do this it's really yeah. really important that Get you know up, if you feel like being still do your class and then just have some space and relax yeah. and enjoy this time take a moment, <laughs> take a moment. and also that mm. the fascinating thing i mean i live on on a, a really normally busy street Mm. And just to walk outside and hear the quiet and listen to mm. the birds, the birds, and hear gosh, different yeah. sounds that I can't oh. hear before. I mean, I did hear, I heard, a, I heard a sound just a couple of days ago. I was like, "What is that?" And it was a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it before. What the heck? In, oh, in the middle of Melbourne, a bird. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> oh gosh, what have we become about? What have we become that we no longer hear birds? I mean, I love, I love that. It's so genius. <laughs> <laughs> um it's been so great talking to you and um is there anything oh, else you, you want to say any closing thoughts um about this time oh, about well, I'm, just, about I'm, I'm just really i'm actually really excited to um yeah for everyone to come together at vdf and look i'm excited for what may come out of this period of quiet for everyone as well yeah um yeah and i just think i i honestly just think that telling everybody that it's okay to feel however they want to feel at the moment in this time of the world that we're so uncertain about what's happening mm. um yeah to to just feel however you want to feel is okay and yeah. um yeah but i'm actually really yeah looking forward to seeing what comes out of it for everybody yeah, me too. and i'm looking forward to the festival um yeah, yeah just being able to connect with people again on a you know physically being allowed to stand next yeah. to someone whoever thought that would be a luxury <laughs> hug someone can you imagine the choreography out of that <laughs> we can't touch now we can Woo. <laughs> thanks yeah, so much um, thank you lovely to talk to you 